Welcome to On the Edge. I'm Kelly Ryan. My podcast partner, Rob Driscoll, couldn't be here today, so it's just me on my own. When I first moved to Vancouver some 20 years ago, I just sold a sweet two-story, three-bedroom house in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia for around 130000 I know, sounds crazy, right? But it was 20 years ago. Then I came out west and discovered that money wouldn't even buy me a one-bedroom condo. The bubble, my friends and agent told me. These prices can't last. But they have. As part of a real estate special report for Business Edge News magazine, I spoke with Vancouver realtor David Richardson about how this market can sustain those prices. Here's my conversation with him. Well, what I sold for $110,000 40 years ago just resold for $2.6 million to a builder. To a builder? Yes. So he's going to develop that and yes. sell it for even more? For plus, $4 million plus, anyways. Yeah. And so we keep hearing that the bubble is going to burst. And I think there was some feeling that there was a correction a little while back. There was a correction. About uh, 24 months ago, prices went down uh, 15%, and they've just come right back up 15%. Now, there's a lack of listings, so everything's supply and demand. Well, right now, instead of having 26 listings in a certain neighborhood, there's only two. And because of our high immigration, you know, we only get... 50,000 people to BC out of 550,000 people coming here and 2,000 come to Vancouver and 500 have money. Well, if there's only 150 listings on the West side, what's going to happen to prices? Supply and demand. But why? Like I look around the city and everything is construction, construction. Yeah. So how can there still be a low inventory with all of that building going on. Because the building's not finished yet. There's lots, like there's lots being built, but most won't be ready for three to four years. Well, how much is three to four years times 50,000 people come to BC every year? Okay, we can't keep up. So no bursting bubble. No, this is not a bubble. Supply and demand. Just think, 50,000 people coming to BC. But how many to Vancouver? 2,000. 2,000. So okay. that's 10,000 people. Well, how many houses are for sale in Vancouver? Especially on the west side. Mm -hmm. 300, 400. What's a balanced market in this area? Five times what the inventory is now. That's why prices keep on going up. And we have bidding wars again. They just start. I just sold a bungalow teardown to a builder for 2.99 million. No view. I just sold a corner lot, story and a half, no view to a builder in one day for 3.26 million. That's crazy. You know? You have mentioned two sales and both to builders. Yep. Is that who's buying? Yeah. And what's going to happen? 
build build a moat and make a couple hundred thousand dollars profit. So they bought a lot for three point two six million. When they build that new house, it'll be listed for five point six million. That's the new reality. A house just sold actually last month. Uh, standard thirty three by one twenty foot lot, no view, six years old, sold for five point one million in a week. Yeah. Who's buying? Other than builders, um, Iranians. Yeah, it's all international market. So in Nova Scotia, where I just did an interview, they have the foreign buyers tax five percent. Yeah. If you aren't living in yourself. Yeah. What's the equivalent in Vancouver? It doesn't matter what they charge. The foreigners just pay it. They just pay it. That's just the way it is. If you come, if you interview me next week, I've got three building lots and kits coming up all side by side. And originally we we're going to be asking 2.488. And we had a meeting yesterday with a 2688 or 2888. No view, building lots, 33 feet wide and 20. For each or each. for all three? Each. So is there any hope for people who live in a Vancouver apartment right now and they're saving money because they're renting cheap and they're they're just going to bite the bullet for now because they're saving for a down payment? With that kind of pricing, who who can buy? They can't. And that's why the city of Vancouver just changed all the zoning across the board to allow up to four units, three to four units on a 33-foot lot. They'll be very small, but it'll give buyers a chance to own something. But yeah, we're talking about a 33-by-120-foot lot with four units, a very small unit. And what do you think those would go for? How much per square foot? So thousand dollars square foot. Well, they're a million bucks each, minimum. What is the price per square foot out here, right? It varies from six fifty to sixteen hundred and fifty dollars square foot, depending on location and quality of build. Right. It's just nuts. Is it nuts? Yeah. I'm sitting here with no listings, and normally I've, this time of year I've got at least fifteen. Normally, by this time of year, I've sold 30, 40 homes. I've sold 12. There's no inventory. I mean, they say the same thing in Halifax. There's no inventory there, and that's why their prices are going up too. So, And it's partly um, immigration. It's partly work from home. So people from Toronto suddenly said, wait, I can buy $300,000 house on the ocean in Nova Scotia. And work from home. Yeah. Well, transition of wealth. You've got, not my parents, but a lot of my friends' parents bought their homes 40 years ago. Vancouver. They're paid off. The house is worth five, six, seven million bucks. There's two kids. The parents go to an apartment. They get kids eat $2 million each as a down payment. And that's what's fueling the market. It's And these are not all... 
rich white Caucasian people buying stuff. They've got people from all around the world coming in in their 30s and early 40s, slapping down five and 10 million bucks. What's the appeal of Vancouver for that kind of money? Surely you could just go to Nova Scotia. Oh, well, the weather here is a lot nicer than Nova Scotia. Have you been to Nova Scotia? I lived there for 40 years. You know, it's like Kelowna. Our area, there's an area called Kelowna in BC's interior. And the majority of buyers in Kelowna are from Germany. Because they just like the lay of the land, similar to home. You know, rich people like living on the ocean or close to it. That's why Vancouver is always rich people coming in. So how do we deal with this as a city, this lack of inventory? Is there a solution? Well, to get permits to build anything in this town takes forever. They need to streamline, add more staff, streamline permitting thing. They need to really, we have so much land, so much land around Vancouver. It's ridiculous. Like rezone it. Take a couple of thousand acres and put a couple of thousand houses up, like right now. And that'll quell the prices. But City Hall is so slow to release land. They just, and that's the problem. You have to have inventory. And to have inventory, you've got to change the zoning of the land. So it's higher density. Take the farmland, thousand acres, and rezone it to have 500 homes. Bidding wars are back. Did they stop for a Yeah, they stopped for about eight months to a year. When? Um, 18 months ago. And now it's just fucking ridiculous. You can't say that on the radio or on, on a podcast. Maybe you can on a podcast. I don't know. Um, you certainly will get a better, a, a, an audience that will pay attention. Well, that's true. So you think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. And yet there's no solution in sight. So we just have to pay it if you want a house. You have to pay it until the politicians agree to rezone all our acreages en masse to create more housing. That's it. And is there the political will to do that? No. It's very interesting you bring that up. There was an article somewhere in the media a week and a half ago about the number of real estate properties that our local politicians own. So you think that that's keeping them tied up? Because they're not selling the stuff. So in, in, in Halifax, rather, the, um, the vacancy rate for rentals is 1%. Does that kind of low vacancy rate play into things out here? Because in Halifax, what's happening is developers are building rental properties yeah. rather than condos or houses. Yeah. Is that happening here as well? No. So there's no incentive. Like our land is so expensive. Halifax, you can make it make sense. But here, there's no way. So is it fun to be in this real estate market as an agent or how would you describe it? Um, it's fun. For us that have been doing it for a couple of decades, you know, because you've got the parents who are now grandparents, parents who've had their kids. Um, so my clients were in their fifties are now in their eighties. Their children in their fifties have bought from me and sold. 
And now they're the grandchildren, the children yeah. of the, their children, they're buying. So you've got the three generations. So yeah, it's great for me because I've been doing this for 40 years. I would not want to be a new realtor in Vancouver. There's no way. There's just too many of us. Too many realtors. There's too many realtors. So do you have a forecast for Vancouver real estate? Yeah. Here comes the $10 million, three-three foot lots. $10 million, you think? Okay. I was asked in 1983 what I thought about values. And there's a poster I should have brought to the office today that I had done. And it said, this is Expo 86. And it's a caricature. I'm there at Expo for six hours because everybody wanted to buy real estate. There's no realtors. They're all partying for six at Expo. The caricature of me with a cigarette hand in my mouth, a two-day-old beard, and if your sales sign says $400,000 which was a crock. Well, that's the house that just sold for 2.6 million as a teardown. That same house, it's in that picture. You can, I can drive it by the house, it's still there. Okay. They have to increase the supply houses. And the only way they can increase supply of houses is if they rezone agricultural land. We have so much land out there, you know, Building towers and towers of condos. I mean, come on. A family of four can't live in a one-bedroom condo. Not negative. It's just that I don't see a way out of the city unless the city hall goes in and rezones everything. Do you call it a crisis? Oh, it's a total crisis. Total crisis. The politicians, people who make the decisions, are not making the right decisions. You know, they own a bunch of real estate. Their portfolios are worth bazillions. The last thing they want their portfolios to do is dump by 50%. And they're the ones that control the first strings. Like, rezone, hire, like, take agricultural Gulf Land Reserve and build thousands of homes. That's my conversation with Vancouver realtor David Richardson. You can find him at his Remax office on Vancouver's West Side. You can also read my article on how real estate compares in my two cities, hometown Halifax, and my current home, Vancouver, by going to www.businessedgemedia.ca. That's where you'll find the latest edition of Business Edge News Magazine, which also includes a cover story with Arlene Dickinson, one of Canada's great entrepreneurs, best known as a dragon on Dragon's Den. That's at businessedgemedia.ca. You may also see our print version in your city, in offices and businesses all over. That's it for this week on The Edge. I'm Kelly Ryan. Thanks for listening.